Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The weekly wrap on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang. Today on The Weekly Wrap, we take you forward to Tuesday, uh, where two measures will be introduced to tackle commonly voiced issues about integrated shield plans, the private medical insurance scheme in Singapore. Mm, and I think many of us are very familiar with this. 2.85 million people here with IPs. Good news. Mm. We'll soon have a wider choice of specialist doctors on the panel of the seven insurers that now offer such a plan. And there's something else. A new clinical claims resolution process will also be set up to help you resolve disputes among policyholders, doctors and insurance companies over insurance claims that you're not quite happy with, they're not quite happy with. Ultimately, the question is, what does this mean for a consumer like you and me? I mean, can we expect premium prices to go up, perhaps? We'll try and get some answers right now from Christopher Tan, the CEO of Provident. Christopher, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning, everybody. I'm good. Let's try and go through the various changes one at a time. Uh, Maybe we'll start off with the first one. So IP insurers will have more specialist doctors on panels. Uh, Why the need for such a change? I mean, I'm not sure whether we remember, but MOH first announced in 1st April that there will be no more full coverage riders mm. for IP plans, even for existing policyholders. And policyholders who use non-panel doctors will also have to pay more in terms of medical bills. Mm. And you know, a few months ago, a lot of these private sector's doctors, they have openly expressed their unhappiness for being excluded from the panel. I mean, maybe they were once included, but now they were excluded. And there were complaints by doctors that insurers are very selective and it's very hard to join the panel. And of course, from the consumer standpoint, the smaller panel size also affects the choice of you know doctors for, for us. And smaller panel size also restrict the doctors when they need to refer their patients to you know a certain doctor that might not be in the insurance panel. So all these debate you know and all that cost MOH to decide to set up a panel to see whether they can put more doctors on the panel. You see, the thing is, Chris, previously some insurance had said that increasing the size of the panels, if Mm. it were done recklessly, could actually cause premiums to rise significantly. And this would affect us, right, the consumer. Might the manner in which it's being done now also have that effect, cause premiums to balloon? Well, it's really a delicate balance. It's a good question. I mean, first of all, we first have to understand why increasing a lot of doctors will cause premiums to go up. I mean, in the past, according to LIA, Life Insurance Association, they have said that, you know, when they increase panel, you know, uh, or when they increase the doctors on the panel, it's very difficult to control the cost because some specialists may charge the upper end of the MOH ben- uh, benchmark for the fees. And, you know, the higher end of the benchmark can be five times more than the lower range. And LIA, of course, also said that some doctors may over-treat, you know, and all that. So, yes, on one hand, if you increase the number of doctors into the panel, there is this chance that premiums may go up. However, if this is done properly, if, you know, better monitoring, better screening of doctors, controlling the amount the doctors can claim can be done properly, well, we might even see more controlled premiums increase or maybe even lower premium increase because, well, there'll be no more overcharging, the, the rates that doctors charge will be fairer, so on and so forth. Mm. Uh, Christopher, this is a broad question, I know, because it is still early days and, and I'm sure there's going to continue to be a lot of debate. 
who who are the winners and losers in all of this? Consumers or the doctors? I think it's going to affect everyone, honestly. I mean, first, of course, from the doctor's standpoint, I mean, of course, they, they, they were unhappy in the past because of their commercial interests, right? Because they were excluded. Many of them were excluded. And a lot of the doctors, their patient load really comes from patients who maybe need a lot of treatment. And if they are no longer on the panel and, you know, they can't treat this patient, of course, their quote-unquote business will go down. So mm. for this change, they will benefit. But from a consumer perspective, we also don't like it that a lot of the doctors are excluded because maybe right now, I don't know, I mean, I could be seeing a doctor and I'm happily seeing this doctor and he's a pretty good yeah. doctor. I'm so used to the bedside manner. But now yeah. they're excluded, right? But well, with the change, if they're ex- included, then it's great for me. So I win. And from an insurance perspective, of course, by including more panels or more panel doctors into their panel, uh, hopefully, you know, they are more competitive and they can get more clients. So I guess it's a, a balance. I mean, there will be winners and losers overall. But, well, that's the whole idea of the panel sitting down to make sure that, you know, the balance is done and everybody wins. I've actually heard someone say that, you know, maybe there's no need to even limit the panel doctors or even have a panel in the first place. Just make sure everybody makes their fee scales clear. What, what do you think of that? I think it's very tough. I mean, personally, I have got experience uh, going to see a specialist doctor and there are really signs of doctor over-treating. So yes, I mean, you can, you know, put a range or you can fix a range the doctor can charge. But well, doctors may over-treat. I'll give you a real example of a, a, a client that came and talked to me about it. I mean, he, yeah. she, she went to see a doctor and it was over a woman issue, you know, in the womb. And mm-hmm. I went to see a gynae and the gynae uh, uh, went to see this doctor. And, and the doctor says, that, you know, since I'm going to take care of that and, and cut for you and I'm really going to open you up, I might as well take away your appendix because the appendix has no real use, <laughs> right? And so this, mm-hmm. this, this client came to me and said, hey, would the insurer actually pay for it? You know, so you know, there are things like that that can happen. I'm not saying all doctors are like that. So controlling the fees may not solve this problem altogether. Mm-hmm. I suppose, Christopher, at this point then, because there's potentially still going to be a bit of uncertainty, what would your advice be to consumers who have insurance, who are looking to claim insurance? And you know, perhaps if there is an issue and they want to launch a, a complaint for that matter, how would you advise them? I mean, for now, I think it's very important before you go and see a doctor, call up the clinic to make sure that they are on the insurance company's panel. I mean, that is very key because otherwise, when you go there, I mean, firstly, the claim amount would definitely be very high, you know, and secondly, you know, if you want to claim it, the insurance company may not pay for it because it's not on their panel. So I think that is key for a consumer. We must check that the doctors are on the panel and for any reasons, even if the doctors are on the panel and they try to claim and there are disputes, I mean, in the past, really, you have to just go to the insurance company and bank table, you know, and all that and you might still not get your claims admitted. But of course, now there is a new dispute channel that you can go to. Yeah, let's talk about that dispute resolution platform. Uh, How do you think it will improve things? How might it prevent all those frivolous claims, fears of frivolous claims also? And how will it improve things for the consumer? Yeah, like I mentioned in the past, you know, whenever there is a dispute, especially between the consumers and the insurers, I mean, the only way is really to call the insurer and say, why are you not paying my claims? Why are you not paying the full amount? 
I mean, the doctors have no control. There's really no point going to your doctor and say, you said yeah, I can claim this and now, you know, I have to pay it from my, out of, of my own pocket. But now, there is a dispute resolution process. I think it's called clinical claims resolution process that you can go. And it is more in, independent because the panel on, in that process were comprised of two relevant specialists from the Academy of Medicine two medical directors from the insurance company that are not involved in this dispute and a representative from Consumer Association of Singapore looking into this dispute. And so the the, the whole thing can be resolved in a fairer way, I feel. Excellent. Right, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much, Christopher. Christopher Tan, CEO of Provident, thanks for explaining that to us. Really enjoyed your various uh, elaborations on that. You yes. take care and stay safe. Yeah, Chris? Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.